I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to Musicals Talk. Oh, no. Okay. This is Unfeatured Articles. (laughs) That's a good one. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to everyone's favorite podcast, Unfeatured Articles. Ooh. My name is Curtis Lang and I'm here with my ever-loving host, James Keogh. That's me. And Riley McNamara. Hello. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, this is a podcast where every week we delve into Wikipedia to find not necessarily the featured articles, but some articles you might say are unfeatured. Unfeatured. Yeah, you, that's where the, <laughs> that's the How title. did we get 26 episodes in before you did that? I know. I literally yeah. talked about the show the other day. I was like, why have been saying that we like go for comic? No, it's like unfeatured. It's un- that's, it's, what, that's what yeah, the tagline should be. The, the un- Articles that aren't featured. Yep. I got it. But eventually. We're very good at this. Yeah. Good speaking words. How are we, boys? Very well. <laughs> good. Yes. Rubs. Yeah, good. We haven't recorded for a while. It's been like a month. It's been so long. It's been so long. I've missed you all. I've not yes. seen you once. Yeah, since no. Since we record. We don't do anything we, else. We record yep. and then we go to other sides of the world. We met doing this show. We did. Yep. Agreed. We never had any contact ever. Nope. Um, None. Got some articles, boys? I think so. Yeah? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Can I, have... I tell you a quick story first? I just need to Please. Uh, so getting here, not easy. Okay. Okay. Really hard for me. Public yeah. transport all uh, around us. Well, yeah, no, because uh, I'm not a plebeian. Ooh. I'm getting the public transport I system is well. beautiful and you should do it because you're helping the environment that yeah. way. However, I had to drive today, uh, but my car's a little bit. Fuckies, not the mirage. Yeah, the mirage. She's, oh, no. she's, mirage. Gone, she's gone down. But you know no. why? She, she's been like overheating really hard, and yeah. and like smoke has been coming out of the bonnet. Yeah, and I was like, what's going on? So I open up the thing and I look down at the radiator. And I'm like, ah. So what I've done is the last time I put some coolant slash water in, I forgot to put the cap back on. Oh, and damn. I've driven off, and the cap has just fallen off the wayside. Into the bloody ether of Brisbane. Yeah, that'll so you just had no cap, no cap, and time. that's why the car is like going. Excuse me, <laughs> I'm very hot. So touch warm in here. Yeah, so like getting here, I had to like turn the car off. Yeah, when I, whenever I came to a stop, turn the car off, slide into neutral, and then when the lights turned green, start the car again. Oh, and kick it started no. again. Oh man, Poor frost Jesus. up. It's something I like Mad Max. <laughs> it was a trial okay. and tribulation. <laughs> anyway. I just need to vent that. Did you yeah, get well, some articles? That's, uh, that's yeah. A, that was yeah. That's a bit of my life for you all. Who's going first? I think uh, I'm going. Really? You going to go first, got, uh, Yeah, I've, I've got a bit of an article here. Oh, tell me now. Um, okay, so uh, back in, I think it was episode one, um, I spoke about the uh, the gentleman usher of the Black Rod. Yeah, that, I do remember uh, that. That uh, very important member of British Parliament. Yeah. Today yes. we're going to talk about another very important member of the British government. Excellent. We are going to talk about the Chief Mauser to the Cabinet Office. The Chief Ooh. Mauser. The Chief, Chief Mauser Chief to the Cabinet Chief Mauser. Chief Mauser. Chief Mauser. His name is Larry. <laughs> Larry. Larry. Larry is cat. Larry's a cat. Larry's a cat. Ah. So does cat. he just catch mouses? Mice? Mouses? Mises? <laughs> Spoilers. Oh, okay. Oh, Dude, that's All fucking right. brilliant. All let's, right. do, let, so, let's get into this. Uh, the Chief Mauser to the Cabinet Office is the title uh, given to the resident cat of the Prime Minister. 
Um, <laughs> That's so funny. Lives at number 10 Downing Street <laughs> in the UK. You should get a cat um, podcast. Huh. Should I? Yeah. I actually stole this straight from the cat podcast. Oh, is that real? Uh, he's only got and oh, done it. Oh, I see. He's sneaky so and so. How do you? promo. I love yeah. it. Cross promotion. And it was easy because I didn't have to think about it. Fair <laughs> enough. So he's the um, Prime Minister's cat. So he's the Prime Minister. Well, yeah, kind of the Prime Minister's cat. Uh, there has been four of them. Yep. Um, officially, there have been four. There has been Humphrey, oh. Sybil, Larry, and Freya. Ooh. Um, and Chief they- Mauser of the... Of the cabinet office. To cabinet the cabinet of, office. To the cabinet office. My apologies. Um, so there's been, you know, a resident uh, treasury, uh, been a resident treasury or Downing Street cat employed as a Mauser and pet since the reign of Henry VIII. Oh, my God. Oh, It's dang. been going on quite a while. But wait, then how have there only been four cats? Are these cats that live They have very, nine lives. That's true. You're right. That's not how that works at all. Yep. I mean, why not? <laughs> because science. Okay, keep going. <laughs> Um, okay, so yeah, this um, this guy Larry has been uh, he's been the chief Mauser since 2011. Um, so he's been going quite a while. Uh, it was official records were released into the public domain on the fourth of January in uh, 2005. Um, the first recorded one was uh, 2000, no, 2000, third of June in 1929. Mm. Uh, they don't belong to the prime minister per se. Okay. They right. are just there, yeah, um, and have been given the title. Can the prime minister have a cat who is not the chief mouser, like a side cat, just like a cat that he has? Yeah, you know. Yeah, I think I don't and not have to put not. that much pressure on it. I don't. I think so. Like, yeah, I don't, I don't, like understandably, some cats wouldn't want that kind of attention. They're exactly. not in it for the title. They're, They're not trained for it. You cats. know. Um. Yeah. Um. So Larry is the the mouse. Uh, yeah, the mouser at the moment. Um. Okay, let's have a look at the list of them. Um, okay, there was I only mentioned four before. Um, they're the ones who have been given the title officially. Right. Um, there have been some unofficial ones. Oh, okay. Dating back from 1924, uh, there was Peter. 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 What a regal um, name for a kid. In 1929. Uh, he began his tenure in 1929. He ended his tenure in 1946. Holy it's a mother. pretty solid 15-year wow. reign, you might call it. Um, <coughs> the, the first ever one was in 1924. He started and ended in 1924. I don't want to know why. I don't want to know how. His name was Treasury Bill. Good Treasury name Treasury Bill. That's, That's a great, great name. That's a great a name for a cat. I'll name my cat um, that. That's and great. then there was uh, the Munich Mauser um, in 1940. Uh, Nelson, Peter, Peter II, Peter III. Peter, spelt P-E-T-A. Um, <laughs> Wilberforce. Ooh, that's I, a I'm name. I'm probably like pronouncing that. that wrong, but that's, that's like that's going directly to an NPC in my D&D campaign. Um, <laughs> uh, and then after Wilberforce, there was Humphrey from 1989 to 1997, another, yeah. another big one. Sybil was there for two years uh, with Prime Minister Gordon Brown. Um, Humphrey was in with, uh, with Margaret Thatcher. Yep, um, good. Freya was 2012 to 2014. Yeah, do you know um, why? She, she, apparently, in November 2014, Freya was exiled from Downing Street, leaving Larry as the chief Mauser. Yeah. Whoa. Some Game of Thrones shit going Damn. on, boys. Yeah. I do enjoy that each of these have their own Wikipedia page. Oh, yeah. Like, almost every cat on that list has their own Oh, my God, page. you're right. Except Treasury Bill, which Except is Treasury- the greatest oh. travesty of this age. We need to know more. How Let's did he get more. such a great name? <laughs> 
Um, and so Larry is. Um, hang on, I've just lost the bit that I was looking for. Oh dang! Keep looking, boys. We'll we'll uh, go for time. Hello, welcome <laughs> to this podcast. <laughs> and our friend is sorry. Uh, Larry is the tenth Downing Street cat and the chief mouser to the cabinet office. Mm-hmm. He's a brown and white tabby, believed born in January two thousand and seven. By July twenty sixteen, when Theresa May became prime minister. He had developed a reputation of being violent in his interactions with other local mouses, oh, namely dang. the foreign office's much younger cat, Palmerston. That's what I was looking for. Palmerston. Palmerston. The foreign office. Palmerston also has his own Wikipedia article. Of course. This is ridiculous. This Guys, is- I reckon season two might just be about all these cats. Yes. <laughs> that podcast exists already. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, let's do a podcast about cats. cats. Yeah, yeah, let's do it. Oh, James, hey. you want to do it? Yeah, just yeah, 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 Right. Oh, that's ridiculous. But uh, yeah, like what kind of training do you think it takes to be the official I don't know, Melsa? man. I think they just get a cat. It, yeah, I'm yeah, but like, sure there is not any. Garfield doesn't like mouses. Mice, mouses. Mises. Even. Mises. Uh, <laughs> so not all cats. Hashtag not all cats. You only have the right cat. You proud you know of that one, dude? Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. Because not all cats. Okay, it's fair not enough. applicable to everything. I'll admit that much. <laughs> that hashtag, <laughs> but for cats, I think you got to be trained. I think you got to have the right skills. And how's Henry go? Does he like a meese? Henry brings in mostly birds. Yeah, oh, I was horrifying. there when he brought a b- birds Were and you lizards. There as well, um, I have cats, and yeah, they have brought in things other than right. Birds. So you would have been so used to, I, it. yeah. Because if I remember correctly. Of the like five people who were there with you at the time, we made your sister Liz come down and deal with the bird. Deal with the bird, like, yeah. Uh, no, thank you. So no. like, if Downing Street ever has a bird problem, just I'll send <laughs> my cat. Henry gets the call up. Yep, Henry gets a call up. It's a similar. It's like Garfield two. You know when he goes to uh, England? England and meets another oh Garfield. My God. Yeah. What a show. What my a cats are useless. Film. They can't even. Um, I think one of my cats catches geckos. Maybe. But that's Ooh. About it. Like he's bad. Speaking of cats, cat. Zane's cat is going for your pizza, bro. Oh no, she's going for your pizza. <laughs> if you know, a live wild pizza attack. See, Fifi catches pizzas, which I think would be not very good at Downing Street. Infinitely more beneficial, though. That's true. I, don't know, I reckon. I reckon Theresa May might dig a pizza party. Yeah, I but that like, might be her go-to not kind if of the, not if, That's the thing. If the cat catches pizzas. Well, it'd be a pesky cat. That well, where's she going to get the pizzas from? That's true. She goes, like it's a delivery cat. He yeah. puts the little pizzas on his back. Yeah. It's comes not in. a limited budget in the UK. It's They're going to find the pizzas somewhere. From cats? Do they like steal it from yeah. Domino's? Yeah, yeah. Be. <laughs> um, so in the at, at the turn of the 21st century, um, the 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 Treasury um, announced that co- the keep. The, the amount it was costing them to keep the Mauser was about a hundred pounds a year. Oh no! Like That's to not have it too bad. Like, to not not own, just to have it as the Mauser, like right. still vet stuff as oh, well. Oh, I see. Like, I'd keep a cat Mauser. as a meme for a hundred pounds a year. Yeah. That's a great meme. That's if I was the leader of the British Empire, yes. I don't think they're the British Empire anymore. No, but- I, don't, I, don't, <laughs> I don't think that's how they work now. So the whole thing is that a hundred pounds. Per year goes to titling this cat Chief Mouser. Yeah, or just taking care of the cat in general. I think so. Huh. That ain't bad. In January 2011, rats were seen in Downing Street scurrying, scurrying across the top of Number Ten for the second time during a TV news report, according to ITN. 
There being no incumbent Chief Mouser at the time, the Prime Minister's spokesman said there were no plans for a cat to be brought in to tackle the problem. However, the following day, newspapers reported that the spokesman had said there was a pro-cat faction within Downing Street, huh. leading to speculation that a replacement might indeed be brought in to deal with the problem. <laughs> wow. So we're getting kind of different factions here. Some people are pro-cat, some, some people not necessarily pro-cat. Yeah. One might even say anti-cat. Yes. Man. Perhaps. I'm, I back it. But, like, also... Just get a like a person. Like, don't they have like maids? Do you and, want to be the yeah, dude who catches why? the rats? Someone has it as a job. You don't have to pay the cat though. That's true. And it wouldn't make is that this- cat slavery? Hold on, is this slavery? Well, don't cats they- enjoy? I mean, he gets free food and lodging. That's true. Yeah, but isn't that how slaves? But that's also how works? slaves were. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, it wasn't yes. okay. <laughs> dude, I don't think we decided it wasn't okay. I think it was just not okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, oh, man. Fair. If only but isn't that so Don't we? Aren't we all? Don't we all just slaves we all to just the machine? Own, we own our pets, yeah. So is that like that's uh, any pet slaves? Yeah. Wow, man. I don't think this is big enough for three white. Dudes this goes to deeper than we could have ever expected. <laughs> we need to move on from cat slavery. Yeah. Okay. Oh, cat slavery. We'll finish there. <laughs> Great. Cat slavery. Great. No more. Oh, man. Free I, the cat. I rate Larry the Chief Mouser. I like him. Yeah. We moving on? Good boy. Uh, let's do that. Yeah. You wanted to go second? I'll go second. Please. Yeah. Boys, I am going to talk about something not very nice, but then leads into something a little bit funny. Okay. Classic K Lang. I'm going to oh, talk about no. the Axeman of New, New Orleans. Sorry? The Axeman of New Orleans. Axeman. Yeah. All right. So the Axeman of New Orleans was an American serial killer active in New Orleans, Louisiana. So Riley did his. Cat crossover podcast. I'm doing a crossover with Murder in the Land of Oz. Love it. Um, Both it's, starring uh, bloody Jessica Cat Ryan. Ryan. Yes. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Uh, so he was active around May 1918 to October 1919. Sure. Press reports during the height of public panic about the killings mentioned similar murders as early as 1911, but research, recent researchers have called these reports into question. The perpetrator was never identified, and the murders remain unsolved. Ooh, yeah. X Files. But. But okay, well, I'll go into I'll go into a little bit of like this fucking serial killer. Paint us like, a picture. I'll paint yeah. a picture. Here we go. So, as the killer's epitaph implies, the victims usually were killed with an axe, which often belonged to the victims themselves. So he'd come sure. in, get their axe, kill them. Oh, I see. In most cases, a panel on the back door of the home was removed by a chisel, which were both left on the floor near the door, followed by an attack on one or more of the residents with either an axe or straight razor. Ooh. The crimes were not motivated by robbery, and the perpetrator never removed items from the victims' homes. So he didn't want to steal anything. No, he was just, just in it for just wanted to kill people. With their axe specifically. With their axe specifically. Uh, the majority of the Axeman's victims were Italian immigrants or Italian Americans, leading oh, many no. to believe that the crimes were ethnically motivated. So sure. fucking, that's real shitty. Yeah. Many media out, uh, outlets sensationalized the aspect of the crimes, even suggesting mafia involvement despite lack of ev- evidence. Yeah. It was the night, early, late, late teens of the 19th. Sure. 18, 20th century. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got your uh, gangsters wearing yeah. the pinstripes and um, Tommy guns. Violin cases. But this is where it gets interesting. Yeah. A less plausible theory is that the killer committed the murder in an attempt to promote jazz music. Suggested by a letter attributed to the killer in which he stated that he would spare the lives of those who played jazz in their homes. Oh, no way. And I'm going to read you the letter now. Yeah, please. please. And this is some... It's... All right. Esteemed mortal of New Orleans. Oh, no. (laughs) They have never caught me, and they never will. They have never seen me, for I am invisible, even as the ether that surrounds your earth. I am not a human being, but a spirit and a demon from the hottest hell. I am what you Orleanians and your foolish police call the Axeman. 
When I see fit, I shall come and claim other victims. I alone know who them, whom they shall be. I shall leave no clue except my bloody axe besmeared with blood and brains of those who I have seen, sent below to keep me company. In hell. Yeah, believe. Uh, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, if okay. you wish, you may tell the police to be careful not to rile me. Of course, I am a reasonable spirit. I take no offense at the way they have conducted their investigations in the past. In fact, they have been so utterly stupid as to not only amuse me, but his satanic majesty, Francis Joseph, etc. Okay. It does so sound it's, like a jazz musician. Yeah. <laughs> They've been so utterly stupid, so not only do they amuse me, but they also amuse his satanic ma- majesty, Francis Joseph, who I'm assuming is another killer, because I didn't know... The devil had a name. Yeah, right. No, it's Francis. It's Francis, apparently. I guess the devil just loves jazz. Who knew? But uh-huh. tell them to beware. Let them not try to discover what I am, for it were better that they were never born than to incur the wrath of the axeman. I don't think there is any need of such a warning, for I feel sure the police will always dodge me as they have in the past. They are wise and know how to keep away from all harm. Oof. Undoubtedly, your lenience think of me as the hor- most horrible murderer. Which I am, but I could be much worse if I wanted to. At least he's honest. Not comforting. Yeah, like, no, but like, that's not good. I mean, I am a murderer. Like, let's not beat around the bush. But I could worse. be worse. I could like, be worse. I'm not that bad a guy. I'm not the worst. If I wished, I could pay a visit to your city every night. At will, I could slay thousands of your best citizens and the worst, for I am in close relationship with the angel of death. Oh, daddy now, devil himself. To be exact, at 12.15 earthly time. Oh, God. What a wanker. 12.15 of your human minutes. (laughs) On next Thursday night, I'm going to pass over New Orleans. In my infinite mercy, I'm going to make a little proposition to you people. Here it is. I am very fond of jazz music, Uh and I swear by all the devils in the nether regions that every person shall be spared in whose home a jazz band is in full swing at the time I have just mentioned. Oh, gosh. If everyone has a jazz band going, well, then, so much the better for you people. (laughs) One thing is certain, and that is that, that some of your people who do not jazz it out on that specific Thursday <laughs> night, if there be any, will get the axe. Jazz it out is just like, why jazz it out? Just just jazz it out. That's got to go. Come on, guys. T-shirt. Just jazz it out or I'll kill you. Or I'll kill you. Well, as I am cold and crave the warmth of my native Tartarus, and it is about time I leave your earthly home, I will cease my discourse. Hoping that thou wilt publish this, that it may go well with thee, I have been, am, and will be the most, the worst spirit that ever existed, either in fact or realm or fancy. The Axeman. The Axeman. Now that is possibly the douchiest letter right? I have ever read. Where did they find it? Um, yeah, where did it? Because that sounds like somebody going for a meme. Or, yeah, well, that's what a lot of people thought. Or the dude is flat out fucking insane. Yeah. Then I mean, he's killing I mean, people with axes, so yeah, And not possibly. robbing anything, like, not trying to get in the game. He's just killing people for the fact of killing people. Right. The axeman was not caught or identified, and his crime priest stopped as mysteriously as it started. The murderer's identity remains unknown to this day, although various possible identifications of varying plausibility have been proposed. On March 13th, 1919, a letter purporting to be the axeman, the one I just read, right. was published in newspapers saying that he would kill again at 15 minutes past midnight on the night of March 19th but was spared the occupants of any place where a jazz band was playing. That night, all the New Orleans dance halls were filled to capacity. Oh, no way. Oh, and a professional hell. and amateur bands played jazz at parties at hundreds of homes around town. There were no murders that night. <laughs> Jesus. Not everyone was intimidated by the Axeman, however. Some well-armed citizens submitted announcement to newspapers challenging the Axeman to visit their home. 
One promised to leave a window open for the Axeman, politely asking he not damage the front door. <laughs> so. Yep. Just a jazz loving murderer. Just a jazz loving murderer. What a Why? Yeah, what a wanker. What a, well, one, whoever. Okay. Yeah. Official position of the podcast. Fucking shit, murderers. Shit bloke. What a bunch of wankers. Don't like murderers. Bunch of wankers. They can fuck right off. Goddamn try hard. Goddamn, yeah. Yeah, they're just try um, <laughs> Then, But if, that, if, the, if the person who sent that letter was faking it, mm. also, what a fucking wanker. Bigger right. like, wanker. Possibly bigger wanker. The only way he couldn't be a wanker is if he actually is this immortal spirit, right? Yeah. So, he's just being honest. Yeah, yeah, he's just a very honest, very murdery spirit, spirit who loves jazz. Yeah. Which, you know, fair I mean, we've all seen Lucifer, Look, yeah. the TV show. It's pretty much, well, I don't know if we all have. Is there like all. a 20-minute scene where he just listens to jazz music? I don't even know if he likes jazz in the thing, but right. he seems like he's, he's the devil and he seems very suave. I see. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Maybe he, yeah, maybe like, did the devil invent jazz, do you reckon? I reckon the devil might have invented jazz. Mm. Surely. Surely. Oh, dear. My Favourite Murder, a true crime podcast, covered the story of the Axemen on the 60th episode entitled Jazzit. Yeah, I did like about this. I was like, there are a lot of murder podcasts. We're like, already. Yeah. Ah, well. That's what right. you do. Steal I just wanted to talk about the jazz. All that jazz. All that jazz. That jazz. That's me, dumb. Cool. The Axemen of New Orleans. All right. I was also going to talk about a kind of murdery sort of situation. Ooh. I'll save it for next time so we can kind oh, of like yeah, cool. have a good balance. Yeah. Um, Let's not make everything Oh, you know what murdery. I just realised? What? That you've just made me remember. I think a couple of episodes I made a big call that I was going to talk about sex in space on this. I said 26, oh, yeah. I'm talking about sex in space. Well, now we're going to do it next you episode. Blew so it. 27, baby, it's happening. <laughs> okay. I want to talk about uh, a couple, a married couple. Yep. Who were alive um, kind of in the 20th century. They are... Iona and Peter Opie. Okay. So Iona and Peter Opie uh, were a married team of folklorists who applied modern right. techniques to children's literature, summarized in their studies the Oxford Dictionary of Nursery Rhymes and the law and language of school children. Uh, they were no- also noted anthologists and assembled large collections of children's literature, toys, and games. Essentially, these two... Um, let me talk about when they met. So... Or the the two of them specifically, and then when they met. So Iona, she was born in Essex. Uh, she was a researcher and writer uh-huh. of folklore and children's street culture. Right. Children's street culture being like um, rhymes and like games, yeah. like um, Ring Around the Rosie and stuff yeah, like that. Okay. And just like you know that S that everyone draws. Oh, we all just, know that, yeah, that everyone the knows graffiti kind the of S, S, but no one yeah. knows where it came from. That's children's street okay, culture, fair right? Uh, she is cu- considered an authority on children's rhymes, street and playground games, and the mother gro- goose tradition. The mother goose tradition. The mother goose tradition um, being like... So like duck, duck, goose? Or? Oh, just all the nursery rhymes and fairy tales. Right, okay. Right. Like old mother goose's rhymes. It's yeah. like yeah. illustrated. Right, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, she was uh, elected a fellow of the British Academy in 1998 and was made a commander of the Order of the British Empire wow. in 1999. Seriously? Yep. Damn. Peter Opie, born in Cairo, uh, in the wartime British Protectorate or Sultanate of Egypt. Um, he was a specialist in children's literature and the customs of school children. So pretty much the same as Iona, right? Yeah. Uh, he was the joint winner of the 1,000-pound chosen books competition and his autobiographical discussion, The Case of Being a Young Man. So two separate people mm. who 
just happened by chance to love the same things like folklore and yeah. children's street comma. They met in World War Two and okay. married in 1943. So basically met during the war, married during the war. Yeah. So essentially after that, dedicate the rest of their lives to just documenting nursery rhymes and school children, like folklore and all that kind of stuff. They work wow. together closely, uh, conducting primary field work, as well as library research and inter- interviewing thousands of children. In pursuing the folklore of contemporary childhood, they directly recorded rhymes and games as they were currently being played. So essentially, they're historians about, like, the jagged S, you know, yeah, and, like, yeah, all yeah, this, yeah. like, whatever kids are up to these days. Yeah. They just, like, record these damn all. kids. These, it's this old married couple who just go from school to school interviewing kids and, like, Jeez, getting all be a lot rhymes. of Fortnite at the moment, wouldn't it? Right, oh. right now. If they were still going right now, it would just be like, all right, another... Yep, yeah, cool. Yeah, right, tilt cool. the towels. All right, fair. Nice, nice. Proud of you. You got your victory royale. Yeah. Good yeah. Um, essentially, they collected um, a bunch of children's books and ephemera, uh, and it's they have together gathered the richest library of children's literature um, covering the 16th to the 20th century of yeah. children's literature. So, like, they've together gathered 400 years' worth of... Um, collections of of all this kind of nursery rhymes yeah, and, yeah. and folklore. What's the name of these two? Um, Opie, oh, the Iona, the Iona, and Peter Opie. Iona. Um, the in speaking in 2010, Iona speaks of working with her husband as being like two of us in a very small boat, and each had an oar, and we were trying to row across the Atlantic. Oh, adorable. Interesting metaphor. They're so adorable. They're in a boat together crossing the Atlantic of old children's stories. Also, we would never discuss ideas verbally except very late at night, which is interesting. Yeah. I uh, find nighttime, I think a lot of people do as well, nighttime is when the best work kind of gets done mm. creatively, I think. Yeah. It's when all the good ideas start to come out. They received a medal. Um, they were jointly awarded the Coot Lake Medal. Uh, awarded by the Folklore Society for Outstanding Research and Scholarship. Uh, they collaborated on several separate celebrated books and, combined, produced over 30 works. Uh, they, yeah, and then, so Peter uh, passed away in 1982, mm. and then uh, Iona kind of kept going for a bit. I don't know if she kept working, but, uh, yeah, they're just this lovely old couple, and they make me oh, believe in love. she passed away last year. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, 23rd yeah, of 20, October 2017. Oh. And, uh, yeah, if you look at their, like, selected works, it's like... There's a lot. There's a lot. And they have all wrote them together. So, basically, since from the from 1943 to yeah. Peter's passing, they just, like, worked together. How When did Peter part? 82. So, that's, like, 40 years of just... Them working together yeah, to do this thing, this like niche thing that they were both super, super passionate about. Yeah. Wow. That's, so That's really cool. Good on you. Order of the British, Commander of the Order of the British Empire. That's That's, That's, title. That's, yeah. That's big. Man. Radio. Well, is that what you got on Iona and Peter? Iona and Peter. OP. Love them. Well, boys. Cute. Cute. What a cute note to end on. Right? Alrighty. Well, Thanks, we've got a couple. You're welcome. We've got to vote now, don't we? We do. Yes, we do, yeah. I forgot, almost forgot the structure of my own podcast. <laughs> second. 
Um, well, That's why you want to get one. Riles, you went first, mate. Yes. Well, let's have a recap. You yep. did the... Did the Chief Mouser Larry. Chief Mouser yes. Larry. The Chief I did uh, the Jazz Love and Axeman of all New Orleans. Yes. And I did Iona and Peter Opie. Indeed. So, Riles, what do you think, mate? How are you feeling? I don't know, because they're two very contrasting things. They are. Very one's much not so. very nice. Yeah. One's very wholesome. They're and as one's... far away from each other as you can it's get. It's a bit of like, a spectrum, yeah. Yours yeah. would be like, yours sounds like something really dumb that <laughs> someone wrote into a D&D game. I don't want to plug D&D again, but here I am. I'm like, <laughs> like D&D boy at the moment, aren't you? I, I like it. And yeah, we've been trying enough. to lock you down for a game for like four months. Where have you been? Where have you been, man? Rehearsing Where have you been? the show and the oh, other yeah. show. Doing all the acting stuff I make yeah, you do. Doing all <laughs> um, what are you thinking? I don't know. Um, uh, Come on. You must time. decide, right? Uh, Axman. Axman uh, from Riles? Yep. Right. So, uh, well, gonna, oh, do you want to? I don't know. I'm going to go for the cat. I'm also going to go for the cat. Yeah. Yeah. Larry. Larry the boy. On you, Larry. He's a good cat. He is a I very like that good one cat. a lot. Oh, he's, a, he's a good cat. Oh, in the bracket, we should put him up against business cat. Ooh. Ooh. The cat section. Cat section of the, <laughs> of the, the cat corner. Of the bracket. Very We've good. a couple of cat-themed articles, haven't we? We have. We, yeah, cats are... Because we had the... Because um, we had Klepto Kitty as well. Yeah, Klepto Kitty. So yep. we, we need one more cat, and then we can have, like... A whole... A whole a dedicated... Whole, a whole... Yeah. <laughs> That's, so That's stupid. Yeah, we're so gonna we like yeah. like not swing our votes so that if yeah. there's ever a cat one, we're like, uh. yeah. Well, that's what we're uh, all gearing up towards. Yes. Uh, coming very soon because we're episode twenty six now. We've yeah, only Jesus. got um, we got six to go. Yeah, only six more episodes to go. For, Why uh, did we decide on thirty two? By the way, because it's a clean number. Yeah, yeah, bracketable. Yeah, yeah. Yep. we wanted to build towards something. I think is the way. But um. <laughs> Why do, why do we do this, guys? Why do yeah. we do this podcast? Why do we start this? Why do we start this? Well, we're too deep in now. Too yeah. Deep. Yeah, we can't stop. We can't stop. Well, yeah, we're building to our big bracket breakdown where we're going to uh, pit all of our favourite articles um, that we voted on this season and uh, choose the ultimate winner yes. of them all. Ultimate showdown of Ultimate Destiny. Um, <laughs> reference a very old YouTube video. Yeah, play Love um, Demon. Anyway, put that in the show notes. Sure. <laughs> 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 okay. Oh boys, we got anything to plug? What do we got coming up at the moment? Ooh, what day is it currently? Uh well it's <laughs> Tuesday the <laughs> yeah. Tuesday the seventeenth, so Ooh. no. <laughs> we've just finished we've a show. Done everything. If you if you're listening, we've just finished two shows. Two shows. At two different festivals. Yep. So go us. Go, go us. Yeah. Yeah. Go the voice. Go the voice. Oh well let's let's all we've all got a second podcast yeah, we now, all do don't now. We? So let's plug those. Let's, let's talk about those. All right. Mine's not come out yet, but it will be in about 10 days. Yep. Mine is uh, One Mile in Your Shoes, which I'm doing with your delightful sister, Liz Kehoe. Yes, who we had on the show last week. She's Indeed, yeah. Um, it was that. It was because of that, that uh, recording that we were like, spiraled. the kind of genesis. Yeah. But yeah, Liz and I realized that we've got two very different lifestyles, but we like each other a lot and we have great um, chemistry. So we decided that we every week we're going to come on and we're going to, Choose a topic, an aspect of our lives out of the hat, and we're going to swap that aspect. So we're going to swap diet one week. 
Uh, we're going to swap. I think other things in there are like uh, date night. So she's going to go on a Tinder date and I'm going to go uh, on a date with her boyfriend, Dom. Uh, I'd love to go on a date with Dom. Yeah, Dom's a great guy, right? Great guy. Uh, He'd be a good date. Yeah. We're going we're gonna to swap businesses one day, so Liz is going to come run a Good Time Boys rehearsal, and I'm going to wax James's eyebrows. Yep. Uh, <laughs> That's going to happen. So I think that, that one's in the hat. That'll be coming out soon. But yeah, it's one mile in your shoes. We're going to have a real fun time with that one. And that is coming out uh, the first episode on the 27th of uh, July. And then after that, every Friday, you can catch in on that on TNC. How about you, boys? What podcast have you got? Uh, Riley? Uh, well, after, as I mentioned earlier, I stole the article I did today, the winning <laughs> article from today, uh, from my other podcast, Everybody Wants to Be a Cat, who, uh, which I run with Jess Kate Ryan. Uh, this we, is a cat-themed podcast. It's a cat-themed it? podcast. We talk about all kinds of things. We talk about cats in the news. We talk about our favorite cats from Disney movies. We talk about cat-related care tips for all you cat owners out there. Amazing. Um, and every week we plug uh, a, a, a lucky little kitten that's up for adoption. Uh, oh, that's adorable! That's very good. Best friends felines, who are a wonderful, wonderful company. And uh, Zane actually picked up Fifi from Best Friends Felines. Really? That's where Fifi comes from. Oh, yeah. lovely! And that's, I think, where that relationship started, if I uh, assume correctly. Way before then. Okay. <laughs> Disregard. <laughs> Disregard. Um, I don't know what I'm talking about. But yeah, they do great stuff. Check them out. If great you're looking, work. If you're looking for a kitten or a cat, jump on there because there's some yeah, just gorgeous creatures up for adoption. Um, and James, what do you do? He I... also takes care of a gorgeous creature, don't you? Yes. What's that? <laughs> Your man, Alex Smith. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, <laughs> I just had a gorgeous creature. Him. And I was like, yes, I am. But what? Uh, no, <laughs> yes. So myself and uh, Alex Smith, we record a podcast called My Song Suck, which is about his sort of uh, very historied uh, musical career through high school and all the kind of songs that weren't uh, to, the, to the extent that quite as now. good as they are now. Uh, so we have to look at those. And we also get in guests from all around Brisbane to talk about their old songs and blah, 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 blah. It's a very good uh, podcast, if I do say so myself. Uh, it's so much fun to listen to. Yeah. It's a, it's, yeah. yeah, it's a great podcast. It's we're not just, and we're not just, I don't think we're just saying that because we're, we're mates of yours and Alex, but like right. it is genuinely really interesting to hear like kind of the musical process that you go mm. through and kind of Alex's message of, Everyone should just try and write stuff yeah. because no matter what you write, the first stuff is gonna you're gonna think it's terrible. Totally, so you just gotta write the bad stuff before you can write the good stuff. Totally. All right. Well, that'll about do it uh, for us. Thank you Indeed. to uh, That's Not Canon for having us on the network. You can check out all their shows at That's Not Canon dot com. Uh, that's Not Canon Productions dot com. Rather, uh, we are on social media. We're on Facebook. Uh, unfeatured articles. Where else are we? Uh, we're on Instagram, where we're also unfeatured articles, and we're on Twitter, which we are unfeatured pod. That's correct. I don't know if we've ever used it. Oh, yeah, we'll make the Twitter. We'll try and get the Twitter we'll, a bit. We'll, we'll spruik. We're that trying up. to do our our socials a bit better. Yeah, uh, but you can find all the episodes on yes. uh, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, or any other podcatcher of your choice. Indeed, any of the ones uh, that we've already recorded, and all the ones coming out in the future. Yes. Subscribe and share us around if you can. Oh yeah, share us with your friends. Give us a rating. Give yeah. us some feedback. We'd love that. Yep. We'd love to know uh, if you think we can improve on it, and we will ignore that. <laughs> Tell um, us if you think uh, these outros can go any longer. Uh, yeah, I could say they could stand to go for a bit longer. I think so, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah almost the Episode whole Episode 27, the outro. <laughs> it's just all outro. Nothing but outro, baby. Nothing but outro. Where we plug everything we've plug got everything. coming up over yeah. the next year. We, plug, we do like 10 minutes on every single podcast. No, yeah, not even stuff that's relevant <laughs> to us. Just like, I'm going to plug this. is a very nice to, glass. Listen I'm to plug five this glass. minutes of every podcast. Um, our theme song is Purgatorian Friends uh, by Kevin McLeod. Thank you very much. And until uh, next time, browse responsibly.
need to be doing, you need to be listening to the Floof and Popper podcast. I'm Mel. I'm Taylor. And we're going to talk about all things dogs. Dog stories, dog breeds, dog tips and tricks, dog puns, dog jokes, dog everything. Out if you're not listening. Uh, hit us up at the Floof and Popper podcast wherever you get your podcast. Tune in. Uh, that's not kind of productions podcast. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.